This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> Live from a Zoom call emanating from... What? Kofi, I'm doing the intro. <laughs> Kofi? Kofi. We said we were rolling. <laughs> Just... Kofi. Please... Please tell me that you went out and bought this jacket and this wasn't something that you had I, I've lying had around. I've had this for years. I used this when I was managing on the Indies. It's my, it's my Heenan jacket. Live! Wow. No, I'm sorry. Live, live. From a Zoom call <laughs> emanating from Lando Lakes, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, and Studio 6A at Rockefeller Plaza. Ladies and hey. gentlemen, it's the new day. Feel the power. Take it away, fellas. I have a question. You, yeah. I have a question. So... How how many times have we used the intro as a video social clip? I think Never. zero. No, I screwed up that one time and we used it. Okay, because I was thinking like no one's gonna see this, but no, this is this is for this for, for us specifically. Oh, yes, wow. and, well, that's and nice. because because I have to remind uh, people on this podcast uh, regularly that this is an audio podcast uh, primarily. Uh, I would like to explain what we are seeing. Oh yes, uh, of course. Yes, it, it is a a gold sequin jacket. With black trim, you look very fetching. Thank by the you. way, Thank this you. is this is real. This is a jacket uh, fitting for WrestleMania. You know, it, it's uh, if you wore this out at WrestleMania, I would say, oh, I get it. It's WrestleMania. That's how that's how bedazzled and splendid this jacket is. I normally had a nice button-up shirt underneath it, but uh, ever since the pandemic, I just can't be bothered to put on anything. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I'm never back on the Indies, so maybe I'll uh, I'll start buttoning up again. But for now, this is what you get. Um, I'm, I'm messing with it, man. I think it's a great Excellent. look. Yeah. All right. Well, take it away, fellas. All right. Uh, <laughs> just, wow. All right. I am Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I am Kofi Kingston. Why, right. did you, why did you say it like that? I, you don't tell me how to say my name. I just asked. I didn't I tell a you. Little, little, a little rasp. You seem, are you offended at the rasp, bro? I just asked. You got something against I some just, rats? I just yeah, want to know no, no, what no, no, crossed no. It, your mind. It wasn't just you just asked. You, I saw the look on your face. Your eyes went really wide open. You almost rolled your eyes. You looked left and looked right. And then you furrowed your brows. And uh, it seemed like you were extremely offended um, and, and almost disgusted. As if I was Dan. You know what I'm saying? And I, so, so, I, 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 so I, I know how it feels. I know how it feels because I feel the same way sometimes. You know, so I, I'm just saying. I'm, just, so I, you know, that's that to me was. Uh, I don't know if that's the foot that we want to get started off on, personally. You know, uh, I mean, I feel you. Uh, 
Dan, you popped in for a second like you wanted to say something, then you popped right out. <laughs> no, I was just I was just uh, feigning offense to, to him making fun. Of me. I was going like this. Oh, uh, it wasn't making fun. It was facts. I'm just saying this is how I feel. I'm just, it's not. I'm making fun. Okay, no, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't we don't do make that. Fun here. We don't make fun. No, here, no. We don't make serious fun. This discussion. Is serious. Yes. Come in. Serious discussion. <laughs> I mean, you can't just you can't just order us to commence. I also have to introduce myself. My name is uh, Big E. Uh, at one point, I was actually Epsilon on Twitter, which is the uh, actually I don't know. I don't. I'm not going to really explain what Epsilon is. Just look it up. I think it's the what the fifth letter in the Greek alphabet. I think, which is also what E is in the English alphabet. And sometimes I think it would be cool to be known as a symbol, like Prince. But then the problem is, it's it's a lot to say the artist formerly known as Prince. Like, how do you say the symbol? So then you're still saying Big E. I don't want to be like the wrestler formerly known as Big E. Actually, I think I kind of like that. Never mind. I'm, I'm going to run with <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, it's, yeah. it's, it's much shorter than what you currently do when you introduce yourself. So, I mean, I feel like it's fine. <laughs> I'm just providing that story. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's actually let's uh, take that uh, part out. And uh, hi. I'm B. I'm sorry. Damn. All right, take that part. <laughs> leave it all. Leave it all in. <laughs> We're leaving all in. Uh, how dare you? Uh, hello. I am the wrestler, formerly known as Big E, and uh, my symbol is just the uh, epsilon. Is an epsilon. So look, look that up. Look. Is it a large one? I mean, it just looks like an E, really. Is, but is it is it large? Is it capital. It, it probably uppercase, should be. Lowercase. What is but it? But I can't determine if you're looking at it on your phone, and your phone is small. Like if you have a flip phone, then I can't really determine the size. Ideally, I would like it presented in a very large fashion on a billboard. I think that's no, the only wow. time really that you should see that symbol is on a so billboard. It did look like a, it, and it looks like an E. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I need to blow this up a little bit, but it does look like an E. You can see that. So it's essentially just it's big E still. It's but the symbol is an epsilon. Like the letter E is a symbol that means E, right? Yes, but I mean, I don't tell Big you Epsilon, how you uh, should present yourself or how you want to be referred to. So can I, I have this? I haven't. I'm simply asking questions, just like you were asking Kofi wow, questions. He's trying to get some. He's trying to get some feedback. You know what? Fine. God Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just. I'll just. I'll he's just trying to up. get it right. I explain. He's trying to get it right. I explain. You changed your name. He wants to make sure you get it right. Yeah. You know, you, you're saying Epsilon. mad when you get mad when people call you Etor, Etor, yeah, and they say your name wrong. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's not my he's name. Trying Poppy? To get, Poppy? Well, he's trying to get it right. Aston. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> At what point? I've never heard anyone put your Austin. Aston. Well, exactly. I was like, what are you doing? What is this sort of thing? <laughs> hey, that, you know what? That might be the new Etmore. Aston? That, don't let me check you into a hotel, bro. <laughs> Aston. Aston. Aston is the name of a 20-year-old yuppie who grew up. He's, he definitely has a, a, a trust fund. Uh, he, he probably has committed some small crimes that his parents uh, have covered up. Maybe, maybe he has a body here or there. That, uh, yeah, Aston is... That's, they paid that's for him to get into a nice college. They bribed him. Yeah. Right. He has a, he has a habit, uh, you know... That's I can't get into it. Never mind. Yeah. We know. We all dark. know. Yes. We, we, we're all aware. Yeah. yeah, we're all aware. I mean, look at him. He's all sprawled out right now. Let's yeah. talk about that. We all know what? an Aston. Yeah. Have you gotten up right now? Like you are he, Woods is in like this uh excessively large, what looks like a bean bag. Mm -hmm. Is it uh satin on there or something? It's like it, it looks uh, soft. Yeah, I guess it's satin. It's, it's very nice. It's very nice. 
Uh, it Breeze, looks nice. Breeze has one, and I went to his house a few uh, months ago, and I laid in this, and I was like, I should have this in my home. This is I don't know why I don't have this. <laughs> and I got it, and I love it. It's a fantastic, very large, essentially a beanbag, and it's legitimately the most comfortable thing I've laid you, in in my life. You look more comfortable than anyone I've ever seen. I, I feel that way. And you're sprawl- you got the blanket pulled over him, arms just sprawled out like, like wow. No restrictions. I'm 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 gonna be honest. I have a blanket on. I'm not wearing anything underneath this. God, and nor should you. I feel great. <laughs> Why should you? You know, king of your castle. You know exactly. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. I was going to say Dragon Con is this weekend. Oh, yeah. So that will have just happened when people are listening to this. Uh... It's going to be fantastic. First uh, convention we'll be going to since all this stuff broke out. But uh, everybody's going to be vaxxed and masked up while they show off their costumes to each other. I am very excited. And while you're listening to this, I'm probably very exhausted. (laughs) That's all I have. Exhausted from what? From Dragon Con. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we we have like six to seven costume changes while we're there. Six to seven? Yeah, we'll do like two outfits a day. Uh, we have our, our daytime one, obviously, and then we take a break, chill, because we might be heavy, might be too hot, all that type of stuff. Put on our, our nighttime cosplays. We do that three times a day, or th- three times, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's just, it's it's the best. It's the absolute best. But it, it's, so it's, it's tiring because we're constantly on our feet, walking around all, literally all day. How many, uh, how many days is it again? So it starts on Thursday. So they have like a wrestling show Thursday night and a bunch of stuff going on. And so people will go, but I'll go Thursday and then come back home. And then I'll be at the event from Friday till I fly out for Raw on Sunday night. Mm. It also means that you will have uh, turned 35 by the time oh, this drops. So yeah. happy birthday to the kid. Thanks. Who yes, is not, uh, not really a kid anymore. Not you know? a kid. But it happens. We all get older. We all grow up. So congrats. Thanks. Well, well, let's see if I make it to 35. We don't know yet. <laughs> Please don't, don't do say that. that. If this don't podcast do drops, <laughs> you, you're, you're going to be alive. We can't, drop this, we can't drop this podcast on Monday if you're Why not? deceased. Why not? Think, of, think about the hits. There'd be tons of them. No, we'd have to do some kind of a memorial yeah, show. Yeah, it have to be like a you could You could put something on top. Be like, hey, you know, we'll do our memorial next week. But when uh, this is, this was Austin's, uh, this was uh, Aston's last wishes. Aston's. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted y'all to hear this? This is more morbid than I would have liked. Every honestly. time. It's supposed to be celebratory. Every time. What's morbid about that? It's, it's a circle of life, dude. I was thinking about this while I was on my run this morning. I was trying to think, because obviously we talk about it a lot on this podcast, like uh, the idea of like the meaning of life. And I was thinking like, I don't know if there's a meaning, but what makes us feel like we have meaning is when we have dreams and goals. And so in my head, trying to conceptualize this, uh, this idea of like, we have these internal things that we want that give us purpose and drive. Cause like, had I not wanted to like be a wrestler when I was little, I probably wouldn't have started wrestling in high school. I probably wouldn't have joined band. I wouldn't have played football. I wouldn't have ran track. Like I wouldn't have done all these things, but it's because I had a dream. I had a goal 
I did certain things in my life. And so uh, I'm trying to explore that idea currently because it was something I thought of this morning. I like that. And I think there's uh, a lot of merit. I didn't, so mine is different because I didn't grow up with a dream of wanting to be a pro wrestler, but you know, I wanted to play football so long. So I did ladder drills on my own. I would work out all the time on my own. And those skills, you know, were fairly transferable. Uh, so yeah, even though sometimes, even though your dream pivots or the direction in which you want to go in life can pivot, oftentimes when you're when you're working towards a goal, you acquire skills that you, hey, all right, I can't play football anymore. But there are things that I learned from that, even beyond just the physical, even like learning how to work within the framework of the team, uh, having teammates, even though it's different. But, you know, I think there I think a wrestling locker room isn't vastly different from a football locker room. You know, there's there's still some similarities. So uh, not the same in that I do love, though, that it all kind of worked out. You had this grand vision decades ago about what you wanted to be and just said, hey, let me do all these things that will give me the skills I need. And it all, what a plan. It just came together. And it just Very came lucky. together. Literally, Very lucky. Literally everything. <laughs> literally, literally. All of literally, it. Literally everything. The plan worked out. I think, like you were saying, like a lot of times people's plan, you know, you see this in like college, for example, where you, you know, you might major in something or whatever, go out in the real world and get a job in that field and then end up pivoting completely. But because you had the drive towards something, you know, it, uh, it doesn't necessarily, I guess, matter where you end up, but I feel like it's so important to have the drive to do something to push you from wherever it is that you are, you know, your comfort zone or just have a goal. And even if you don't hit that, that goal, you'll still, you'll still be all right. Yeah. Just it's, move. It's this idea. So, okay. So taking it one step further, trying to, I started trying to think about like, how do I make sure that my kids like, want to push towards something. Not that I want to push them towards like what I want them to do, but like, how do I cultivate or nurture the idea of, hey, have something you want and work hard to get it. Like, because, because essentially if there, if there's no meaning to this, the, the meaning is, hey, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z because of my, you know, individual uh, outlook on life. And then when you have kids, like, I go, okay, all that changes. Now I have to figure out like, what kind of things can I do to make sure that they have the best life possible? And then hopefully, you know, they can have goals and dreams, but like, if they don't, like, what do we, what do I do? Like, hopefully they find that self-motivation. There's, there's all these questions that are starting to pop up today, you know, in a weird headspace. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting that idea of, of, I guess, I guess learning to be self-motivated. Cause I don't think it's an, like a, a thing that, that you just kind of come across. Like some, I feel like something, either has to like happen to you throughout the course of your life or there has to be some sort of mentor or a parent who like kind of tries to help instill that within you. Um, but, but yeah, I don't really have anything. It's just, it's my flow of consciousness. No, I like it though. You know, one of the things that I often think about, uh, at, at times think about because it's not something I have to tackle right now, but something that you guys have to think about is how do you best raise kids who are the kids of privilege? Like your your kids will never have to struggle. They'll never have to, as far as you know, as long as they're with you and you, you know, up until they're eighteen or whatever that point is. But as long as they're in your household, they will never have to want for anything. And I think a lot of times you often hear these stories in sports and in, in other fields as well. People who had next to nothing and they had to learn how to hustle, which means they 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 learned. On in a very basic level, they learned how to market. They learned advertising. They they picked up skills because hey, I need to figure out how I can 
eat my next meal. You know what I mean? Like I need to figure out how I can continue to live. So oftentimes because you're stuck in these situations where you're just, you just have to survive. You pick up these skills because you have this intense desire just, just to exist. Uh, but, but when you grow up, not just like, Hey, I have enough and I'm okay, but your kids are going to grow up with everything they need for the most part, not really wanting. Like, how do you find that balance? I think that's something that I find very interesting. How do you give them enough? But how, how do you keep from giving them so much in the world that, hey, they, they, take, for, they take it for granted that they have a Tesla uh, or that they can do all these things or travel the world and that's nothing to them. Like that, that to me, I think is very interesting. I think uh, you were taking a shot when you uh, said the Tesla. <laughs> now, now I think, now, now I think Tesla, that you're directly, now I think you're directly talking car. to. It's a very car. I didn't want to say it because it felt like a shot, but. Out of all the cars I, you could have picked. I had it stuck in my head and if I didn't say it, I was just going to be stuck. So I just had to say it. All right, I'm sorry. It's, it's my wife's anyway. It's, it's really not mine. But yeah, I, I think it's, uh, actually, so um, y'all remember Big Zeke? You know, big shout out to Big Zeke, Ezekiel Jackson. Uh, his wife had an awesome post on um, Facebook the other day where, uh, so the, the original meme said like, oh, these kids don't have to struggle for anything. And then above it, it said, well, isn't that the goal? You know what I mean? Like we work so hard so that our kids don't have to struggle, but it's like, you really have to find that fine line where like, I don't want, my kids to want for anything, but I still want them to be driven to go out and achieve whatever it is that they want to, that they want to achieve. And, you know, if you, if you have everything given to you, I think it's like some people's nature to maybe not want to push, but, uh, by the same token, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of it. Like our kids have a lot of different interests and as parents, we, you know, are supposed to be able to provide them the means to explore those interests. And when they do that, then I, we found like the motivation comes, you know what I mean? Because, uh, for example, like, uh, we, uh, they, they like to sell lemonade in the neighborhood. So, you know, uh, they uh, had the idea of like going out and building like a lemonade stand. So they come in like the pantry, them and all their friends, they just start grabbing all this stuff to go out and sell. And it's like, well, first of all, this is this is our stuff that you're selling. You know what I'm saying? You're just going out there and you're not giving me any of the profits. So we got to talk about the cut, you know, but um, like realizing like, hey, if I go out and I set up a stand and I set up all these goods for people in the neighborhood to walk by, they'll buy it. I'll get some money. I'll be able to use that money to go buy some things. And like you, you they develop this like this this work ethic, you know. So um, I started talking to him. I'm like, well, you know, think about like the presentation, right? Like you guys are out there with a cardboard box and a jug, you know what I'm saying? And people are still buying the lemonade, but like, well, when you go to a store, like, what do you see? Like, oh, okay. Wow. So now, you know, we, we ended up building like a lemonade stand together, like out of wood. And I'm not a carpenter by any means, you know, it's amazing <laughs> that I was even able to like, uh, you know, orchestrate this, this, this structure, but they, you know, put the, the drawer on it, the, uh, a shelf on it, and then they painted it and then they're writing stuff on it. Like, what, what did Kai write on it? It was so profound. It was like, uh, something like real ph philosophical. And I was just like, whoa, dude, you're eight. You know, you wrote this. Gosh, I got to go out and like see exactly what he wrote. But um, that to me is like, okay, because you had this drive to go out there and, you know, make some money, you know, make a, I guess like the foundations of making a living, right? Like you want to go out there and you want to get 
the means to be able to like have money to, to buy things. In doing that, you're also putting like this profound, like little motivational quote on this. And he's, he, and he wrote it out too. I'm getting like goosebumps, which is, it's just crazy that he's able to do all this stuff. But now I, I look back and I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm doing, I think I think we're doing a good job raising him because he's getting it. You know what I'm saying? And like, this is the evidence. Cause a lot of times you just don't know, right? Like, especially as, uh, I think we've talked about it before, but it's parents, like we don't know if we're doing this the quote unquote right way. And who's to say like this way is the best way for kid X down the street. Cause he might take in information in a different way. So I feel like his parents, like it's just our responsibility to be able to provide our kids with a sense of just give them everything that, give them all the tools and let them do the work because that just naturally builds this, this hunger for knowledge, to learn, to be better businessmen, to be creative, you know, to be philosophical. And it's just really interesting to see them like grow, you know? So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the, what the question was or what we were even talking about before. <laughs> I think I went off on a big tangent, but you know, yeah, philosophically it's, uh, it's cool to see us giving them the tools that they need and, and finding that balance. Yeah, I and I, I think I sent you guys this in Texas Week, but to that idea of, you know, seeing Kai like write this philosophical thing that's like this this really interesting thought. It's like, wow, that, that's, that's, that's cool to see you're growing into someone who can do things like this. So uh, this past weekend, my oldest, he's four, you know, it's nap time. It's time to get up. I go in and I say, what's up, buddy? He goes, oh my God, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, daddy. I'm sorry. I said, what happened? He said, I pooped. I said, ah, man. Okay, well, you know, let's let's deal with it. So uh, getting him cleaned up and everything, it gets to the point where like, it's like crusted onto his body. <laughs> so I've got like a washcloth. I'm trying to like, to, to clean this, this tiny human. I got him in the shower and it's just not, not coming off. So it's like, I gotta, I gotta get this off with my hands. I gotta rip, like soap the hands up and like scrub him down like with my bare hands to get all this poop off. And he looks at me while I'm doing this. So I'm like, like scraping excrement off his behind. He goes, this is gross, daddy. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I know. He goes, if you pooped, I wouldn't do this for you. <laughs> while I've got like his crap in my fingernails, like yeah. trying to get him clean, he says this to me. And in one hand, I'm like very offended because I know that that means I'm going into a home at some point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you. But I three. You're on your own, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but on the flip side of it, in my head, I was like, yes, he's using logic. This is disgusting. You shouldn't want to scrape poop off another. You were like, like, there you go. Oh, kid like he's just putting these together himself like nobody said that to him or like explained these concepts to him he's just like no this is nasty i don't want to do that i'm like wow it's it's for for me it's cool to see that logic pop up in his brain sucks but it's cool to see yeah man i i uh i do appreciate those stories especially as i get older i love hearing uh those simple stories that i think i think especially sometimes the little things are everything. I don't know. I just like hearing those little stories. But it makes me think, too, and I've said this, I've expressed this before, if I were to have a child and I get a dud of a kid and I have to hear these stories, <laughs> I, I mean, what do you do? You can't, can't send them back? Like, I don't get any good stories. You're not writing any. You're not getting, where's your lemonade stand? Where's your philosophical quote? Where, you didn't make me pop when I had to clean your crap. Like, what? 
You know, that, that's my fear. Yeah. Give, get, me no. <laughs> right, Give me some content. Give me some content. <laughs> you know I ain't got nothing to talk about this Do podcast. Something. Do something funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to bring something to the table. Yeah. You're just sitting here. Uh, well, yes, it is very heartwarming to hear uh, the dad, the dad side, you know. I enjoy these stories. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So on SmackDown, uh, Corbin tried to buy your briefcase, E., and you, one of your reasons that you uh, possibly would have taken the money, you said, the kids do need braces. Now, I'm very curious as to what children you're responsible for that might need said braces. Okay, you, you, uh, you made a great point. I didn't say my kids need braces. I can guarantee you there are kids somewhere, somewhere in this world <laughs> who are in need of braces. There are kids who I refer to as the kids who need braces. And uh, that's all. That's all that was. But you were mulling over this point of maybe taking the money as if you would be the one paying for the braces, like as if you were responsible for the children. As a charitable act, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> as, you know, I, was, I, I didn't want to get into it here, but uh, I did consider a foundation, uh, Biggie's Braces, you know, where I just... <laughs> just, I find kids whose, whose teeth are just coming in different directions, you know, uh-huh. and uh, say, hey, you can use some braces. I, will, I, will I be there for the checkups and the, because I have braces and you got to go in to get them like, you know, adjusted sometimes, you know, sometimes like at one point, I don't forget what it was, but they put like these band, um, rubber, rubber bands. bands in, the, the bands, but then they also have to install these little hooks. So they have to add to the braces. They add the little hooks so you can keep the, the rubber bands in place. Um, so I didn't. I don't think my foundation will cover all of that. But we'll, we'll get the we'll get the metal oh, on you. Yeah. As far as taking it off you, I don't know what you're gonna do there. But so I, I hope you like it because you're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, and I've already I've stated many times on this podcast that I just say things to say them. Uh, time. So yeah, oh. don't read too much into it. It's, uh, it just sounded like it might have been a Freudian slip. It seemed very genuine, authentic. I could see it on your face. You were looking around with like genuine concern. Sometimes, you know, uh, it, it just, the truth comes out. For example, my Jay accent, when I completely just forgot to, uh, to keep speaking in uh, Jamaican, and it just came out, you know, like it was just honest, you know? So I feel like you kind of had that similar look on your face. Cause I, cause I know you. I know Biggie on TV. Oh, Biggie! Uh. I know that guy, but then I know I know Ator Ewan. You know what I'm saying? I saw something shine through, and I said, "Man, finally, finally, you know, coming to grips with it. He's admitting it. You know, uh, he's really thinking about providing these kids for his kids. So it's just good to see. Like we were just talking about it. Like it's good to it's good to see you have that same same level of progression." So, that's that's so not congrats. what that's, yeah. that's yeah, that's not what happened. But so the fund you. the fund is okay, called okay. Biggie's Braces? Okay. Uh until I come up with a better name. I'm sure they I just like alliteration. Um and I was thinking about like throwing a boys in there, like Biggie's 
boys who need braces, but I don't, I didn't want to, I can't exclude the, the women folk. So, uh, so I don't know. I'll think of something. Unless it's, unless it's Biggie's braces for your boys and, and girls. But then you kind of lose the alliteration with the and girls. If, what if it's a parenthesis? Uh, it feels like cheating to me. Okay, fair, fair. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll think on it, though. We don't need Table to rush it. it. Table it. Right. But yes. So uh, thank you all for listening to this week's... <laughs> oh, man. You know what I did want to talk actually? Can we talk about... <laughs> is it is it off? Is it off? I'm on the 5G right now. Uh, is you, it off? It, you've been mostly is it you've coming been mostly in okay. It, a little bit. You're oh, good now. You're good now. No, I mean, come on now. Hey, look, nobody's internet. Okay, there's gonna be some uh, you know, some some gaps in there. Huh? I mean, Austin's <laughs> internet up? is pretty perfect. Yeah. Gaps? Does your internet need braces? <laughs> you paying? You paying me? Yeah, oh, okay. Hey, send me the check. Send, I'll, I'll put it towards the five G. It's for you braces exclusively. Check. Well, my internet needs bracing apparently. Anyway, <laughs> uh, can we talk about the crate challenge? Just the crate. The, I feel like we've lost the energy now. But anyway, the the, <laughs> the, the, the crate challenge. The crate challenge, man. I can't believe it's still going. It's been like three weeks now. Where are people getting these crates, man? Right? Where are they getting these crates? It is, I saw one the other day uh, of a cop doing the crate challenge. He had all his weaponry and everything on, on his belt. And he's up here on a, on a crate trying to belt. And of course he fell because everybody falls with the exception of like one or two. But no, hey, nobody's trying to watch for that. You know what I'm saying? My God, these falls... Whoo, ho, it shouldn't be funny anymore. And it is, it's so, it's hilarious to me. And there's just people in the neighborhood, just everyone out with their cameras. And like, this is a, it's an, it's a neighborhood event. This is great, man. I, I don't get it. I would say that. I don't, yeah. I don't get trying it. Cause like, it's not like, oh, you finished the great challenge. Here's your million dollars. No. <laughs> It's just, here's your video no one's going to watch because you didn't hurt yourself. But at the same time, I don't think it's good for us to be like, we should watch these videos where people hurt themselves because now it's encouraging more people to hurt themselves. And it's like, yeah. what, what is like current times? What, what are we doing? No, I, like <laughs> seriously. And there's so many people. There's so many people just, there, there was one... The dude is walking, he's taking his time. And like, what the thing is, like, once you get up there, like, you can't say, okay, I'm done. You can't get down. Like, no, uh, you know, you can't get down. So this dude is on the top and he's just shaking, you know, and you can see the the, the tower just, you know, shaking, shaking, shaking. And this one lady says, I want to see him get to the top and lose it all. And sure enough, as soon as she finishes her <laughs> sentence, he falls and punches. Hits his face on the crate. Some people will land on like with their lower back on the crate. And then they try to get up and act like it doesn't hurt. Like we didn't see it. You just broke your back, bro. Like, what do we do? I, I, don't, I don't understand, man. Like, I don't know, man. This, out of all the challenges like this, to me, is it's got to be the dumbest. Like, no, no one should ever attempt this. No one should ever attempt this. You should work it into your rumble spot this year. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not.
No, sir. You will not catch me near a crate. At People are like, oh, I think that you, man, and, and John Morrison and Ricochet, you could probably do the crate challenge. Don't try to gas me up to do the crate <laughs> challenge. I, I'm not getting anywhere. Those guys might be able to do it. Those guys are pretty athletic, you know? I, I, you'll never catch me on a crate. Don't ask me anymore. And, and to the people listening who are like, well, you're a pro wrestler, so you voluntarily <laughs> hurt yourselves all the time. We get paid. <laughs> I'm in, a, I'm in a human-sized beanbag right now because we get paid for doing that. Okay? So just make sure that if you're out there thinking about doing something crazy on the internet, try to be as safe as possible. Please don't hurt yourself. It's dangerous out in these streets. My God. There was one where the dude got to the top and, you know, there's a crowd watching and this little punk-ass kid comes over and just kicks the middle crate. And the dude, of course he falls. And he just gets up and he's just shaking his head as if he's more mad about not being able to complete the crate challenge than he is about the person actually kicking it and making him fall. If somebody kicks the crate when I'm on the top, like immediately I'm getting up and I'm storming, we're fighting. You know, it's gonna be a fight. get up. Bruh, he just gets up and he's just shaking his head. Just, (laughs) bro, why aren't you fighting? (laughs) <laughs> you got to throw some fists or Come on, man. That is egregious. How he's going he's, and he's going to fall anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's going to fall. You're going to kick the middle of the crate. That's assault, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's assault. Yeah, uh, you got something on your mind. Well, I was thinking uh, now that you mentioned it, it's like, all right, where are people getting all these crates? You know what? I this week, especially sometimes I have, I have free time on my hand. It would be kind of fun to just, hey, here's like 70 crates or however many you need. Just leave them on a street corner in the neighborhood. <laughs> and, I watch, and I just post up with like binoculars. Because <laughs> I guarantee you, some dumbass at some point is going to set them up. Oh. And somebody's going to try to, to walk you can see them on the phone. Hey, I, I I don't know. They were just here. I don't know. Bring the truck. Bring the truck. Bring the cameras. No, fine. Well, well, fine. We'll do it here. We'll need the truck. Just just do it here. I think that's what's happening. Is I think that they're uh, government operatives. People people trying to see the downfall. Yeah, man. Just setting up crates at two in the morning on street corners and leaving. And if you see like fifty crates in this era. I, you and I, the three of us, I feel like are risk averse enough to leave it alone. But some, someone will say, hey, I've, I've seen it. So, yeah, I would, I'm thinking about it, man. I'm thinking about it. And what are, so, okay. So one, one question is, where are they getting the crates? And then my second question is, after they film this, like, are they filming this multiple times? Like, is everybody in that area getting a turn? And then when they're done, are they dispersing the crates? Are they putting them in a dumpster somewhere? Like, are crate companies making bank right now? Like, should we invest? Like, what's what's the deal? Ah, Bruh. I don't have the answers. These crates, man. I don't have the answers. But grocers, grocers carry a lot of, they have a lot of crates. Sometimes I'll just go by a Publix and you'll just see a bunch of crates out back. So, yeah. That's Man. They were, uh, someone was doing it on, uh, like, the Hollywood Star Walk. They were doing it in Hollywood, like, on the, on the walk. And just busting their ass. And, and my God, they're just everywhere, man. Because I'm, I'm going to assume that a lot of the people doing this aren't used, like their bodies aren't used to going through this type of trauma. Falling lower back first 
from 10 feet in the air on plastic crates. Like, I feel like that you're not, the rest of your body's not really equipped to fall anyway. So falling like that isn't, it's not going to help whatever ails you at that point in time. Like, I don't understand. There's no gift. There's no gift. Like what did you like what did you think was what did you think was gonna happen? What do you you know you know what's gonna happen. You've seen this. This is why like you 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 have seen the challenge. You know, you know you're gonna fall and hard and it's gonna hurt because you've seen the videos, but you still line up these crates and you just all right. I'm gonna get up there. But is it is that not a metaphor about life? You know what I mean? Life is hard. Life is filled with pain. Life, yeah, yeah. And you know, like, hey, walking walking through life, you're gonna meet some challenges. But sometimes you you just you just need to you need to do it. It's it's uh yeah. I think there's there's a life lesson in there somewhere. But if the if if the lesson is that life is hard and you got to just go through it, why would you then set up a harder part of life yourself right. in order to <laughs> is wrestling the... easy you had big dreams I people did. have big dreams about climbing up these crates too and you knew Dude, no 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 they you, no 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 you knew that that <laughs> big WWE would not be easy you knew it you knew you would have some times where you would be told that you don't have what it takes sometimes we would fall down we might hurt yourself you knew that there would be trouble ahead you knew it wouldn't wasn't going to be an easy route but what did you do you set up those crates in your life. <laughs> he didn't and you set walked up. up them. And sure, you <laughs> fell. Sure, you busted your ass. You bruised your back. But you set them right back up again. You turn the camera on again. And you climbed and you did it. But you, you know, at the end, at the end of my journey, at the end of me walking those crates in life, it was a job. Sure. That's that's what I was working towards was a job. I don't understand. Like so, so the one that, the one that we saw, the baby reveal one. Yeah. Yes. Everyone's freaking out because they know what sex the baby is. But this guy who fell can't get up. That's the dad. Like he might not be able to play with his kids now. Like that's that's what I don't understand. Like that's and, a sacrifice and, he made. But for what? For, his for what? Sir? For his Nobody family. Was concerned. Nobody was concerned. They left him on the ground. He came up. He didn't even get to the top. He got like three steps in and the blue pot everywhere. Oh, it's a boy. Oh, and this dude is just out chalk outline on the grass. And everybody, you had like 25 people there. Not a one helped him. Not a one checked on him. Not a one made sure he was okay. It just said it's a boy. And the mom was hot. She went over and was kind of like chastising him. Ah, like it was his fault that it was a boy. You see, didn't want a boy. And she just walks off. <laughs> what are we doing, bro? What are we doing? <laughs> he dressed up in a tuxedo. He got the cummerbund on. He looking for him. <laughs> with the, with the fishbowl full of blue chalk. He's trying to walk some crates, bro. <laughs> what are we doing, bro? What are we doing? Who? Oh, oh, these crates, man. Oh, these crates, bro. At, le at least we're not setting off explosives and burning down forests with these, uh, with that uh, gender reveal. That's the kind oh, of yeah. this gender reveal I, I can be okay with. Yeah. <laughs> We're, this is the, what's crazy is the milk crate gender reveal is a step down <laughs> from the burning down trees. The gender reveal. 
That's Ooh. insane. Man. Oh. I love awesome. humanity. It is. I love humanity it. Humanity is something else. I love it, dude. We're all just we're all just trying to make it through. Whenever <laughs> way we can. Just trying to make it through. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we've all been stuck inside for so long. <sighs> it's just it's, what would you do if, okay, so let's say, let's say you're 14 years old and somebody tells you, hey, in about, in about 20 years, people are going to be walking up and down milk crates, getting seriously injured for quote unquote, no reason. What would you like have said? Would you believe that we'd, we'd be doing this? I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we did a lot of stupid things when we were 14. Think back to 20 years ago. I'm trying to think, what was the, the dumb thing that people were doing in, in 2000? You know what? I, sh- I, I should probably retract my whole question. You're right. <laughs> there, was, there was probably some debauchery going on. Let's see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Dan, sorry. Speaking of, Dan, I hope your dad's going to be okay. Oh, yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Wait, yeah. What, what happened to your dad? <laughs> I put up, he texted me right before this podcast. Let me read it specifically. <laughs> he says, here, I'll just turn this on because uh, this is a direct text from my dad. I dreamt last night that I found some KFC coupons after I'd bought some KFC. More of a nightmare, really. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't go back? It was his last uh, meal? I don't know. It, the, the dream probably ended at some point. This is what my dad <laughs> dreams about. This is what his subconscious is worried about. Not illness or death or anything like that. He's worried about having coupons and forgetting to use them. <laughs> he plans his entire days and weeks and everything he eats off of what coupons he has. <laughs> More of a nightmare, really? <laughs> He'll just text me like three times a week, apropos of nothing. Just it's too hot. It's like, look, <laughs> you're in Kansas. I'm in Connecticut. I don't know what you want me to do about this. Like outside, not like it, it's too just inside. He'll just be like sitting around his house. It's too hot, and then text me that it's too hot. Okay. It's not like he's on vacation in Hawaii. It's too hot. It's just no sitting right. around his house. It's too hot. Interesting man. Yeah. Man, what a guy. Interesting man mm-hmm. indeed. Explains a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Don't have time to go into all that. <laughs> all right, yes. you got we heard you got a, a good gas down for us. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's from Paul Reichert. He says it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> At Paul Reichert on Twitter says that it's too hot. Let's gas him down. Let's cool him off. Let's cool down. Well, oh, we're really Paul sometimes wow. sometimes in a man's life. The temperature just rises just a just a little too much. And and that's okay, but we want to feel a little cool. We want to cool down because it's too damn hot. So what I want you to do is I want you to know that you have the power. You have the energy to get up and press the damn buttons on the AC and cool your house off, dude. <laughs> you grown-ass man. Turn your AC on. <laughs> okay. You know, Paul, look, I'm not even going to tell you to get up. 
you know? Because quite frankly, I think that you're moving around too much. You're spending all this energy texting and letting people know how hot it is. And in doing that, you're making yourself even hotter. So just stop moving, man. Just, just lay there, man. You know, preferably remove your clothes. It's your house. You know what I'm saying? It's your house. Take your clothes off, off, get them off. You know what I'm saying? Cool yourself down, maybe uh, a cold glass of water. But then once you get that stuff, just, just don't move, man. Pour that on you, you know, cool yourself off. You're butt naked in your own house. It's your house. So what, you know, and, uh, and, and stay, and stay cool. You know, you're, you're making yourself hot. I never thought I would hear a former WWE champion instruct my dad to take his clothes off on a podcast. <laughs> I demand it. Yeah. I demand it. To pour water on himself. <laughs> yes. Nope. You it's told me this a few years ago, I wouldn't quite know how we got here. <laughs> I put still don't, don't know put how the we ice got in here. there. No. <laughs> I am currently here. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Reichert, uh, I, I can sympathize with it being hot. I am from Florida. This is where I live. This is where I rest my head. I have since 1986. Uh, minus college, and I get it. But, good sir, do you know when it is least hot? At night. Yes, 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 sir. Join me, join me, sir, because I am a member of one very powerful and growing group. And we, good sir, refer to ourselves as the night people, and we are gathering members. We are scouring this globe because the day is for the birds. The day is for you plebes out here. It's for you peasants. That's who the day is for. We let you run the day. Because we, the night people, we take over at night. And at night, that is when we get busy. That is when we spread our gospel of chaos and destruction and wanton punishment. Because at night, we do what we want. At night, we are free to strip butt naked and roam around. You see, people will look at you weird if you're butt naked during the day. But at night, feel free to take them clothes off because that's the best time for naked time. <laughs> that's, that's the best time because at night, there is no judgment. There is no judgment at night. We are free to be who God said we were. Free to do what we please. Free to do things that others may not approve of at night. So join me. And you, sir, you can be the regional manager of the, the, the Kansas uh, City region. That can be your, your region. It's cool at night. You, sir, you, Mr. Record, whether you wanted to be or not, you have officially been gassed down. Incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Was it? Wow. I, 
I feel like we should cut my part out. I said curse words towards your father, and I thought it was very rude. Oh, I do it all the time. Don't worry about it. No, well, we, should, that's, we should keep it. Oh, God. Okay. We should keep it. All right. Well, I love that you're you're like glistening sweat now from I, doing that. Well, it's the it's those lights. There's like a circle, a ring light, and then a light that uh, uh, you know I don't want to name names, but they forced me to turn on lights in my house. So there's a lot of lights on me right now. That's all. That's, it's a lot of lights. That's it. All right. Well, you well you look great. Great great Do gas I? downs. Yeah, the both of you. Just 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 a pleasure to be around. Great to see. And I know everybody loved hearing y'all's voices. They love listening to this podcast. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen to today's episode. We appreciate you. We, your boys, the new day. So we know you like hearing this podcast here today. So go ahead and tell your friends they can hear it on Spotify. So just go ahead to the search engine, type in the new day. Well, actually, I can't say that because probably other stuff comes up since we're on Spotify now too. But the podcast is in there. The podcast is in there, type in the new day. So uh, check out, what else? Let's see, uh, uddshop.com for all your Up, Up, Down, Down apparel. Check me out on YouTube, just go to Up, Up, Down, Down, hit subscribe, I appreciate it. Follow G4 on all the social platforms, it's at G4TV, because I'm a G4 host and they crushing it over there. And thank you for listening, thank you. And you can follow me at True Kofi on the Instagram and the Tatar. Uh, and I am at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't really tweet the way I used to uh, or really Instagram really ever really. There's not much really going on there. Um, really, when I really take an inventory of my life, really not a whole lot going on, honestly. You know, not a lot to <laughs> tweet about, not a lot to post about, not a lot to uh, talk about, honestly. So, uh I mean, if you want to meander over there, I can't promise you it'll be worth your time. But it is at WWE Big E. Uh, it's, it's not worth your time, I'm telling you, but it's there. It, it exists for reasons I can't really justify. I mean, I don't know. You know, I just... Sometimes... You just know when you know when you're done, you know, or you don't. You squeeze all the juices out. You ain't got. That's me right now. I ain't. I ain't got. I ain't got no more juices, man. I just. I just, I just ain't got it no more, and that's it's okay, man. It's okay because I've I've now realized this. I've come to this realization, and uh, I'm tapped out. And. There will be another, there'll be another one to, to come along, full of full of vigor and energy and worth your time. That used to be me. But uh life got me. Boy, it got me good. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, man, I'm done. I ain't got it. I ain't got nothing left. I ain't got it. I ain't got it, man. I ain't got no more juices. I got no juices, man. What do you want? No juices left. What else? What else is there? Just take me out to pasture. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Juices were bury you loose. <laughs> All right, yeah, you've you've been here with us, and thanks, and happy birthday, uh, Aston! Yay, Aston! <laughs>
we do got to do the uh, that sixty second thing before we, oh. we get off here. So cool with doing that real quick. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want a refresher on things you talked about on this episode, you talked about the artist formerly known as Big E. Dragon Con, raising kids privilege, uh, Austin cleaning up his uh, his kids' ass, uh, E getting braces for the kids, milk crate challenge, your beanbag, and uh, my father. So if you want to do anything with that for sixty seconds as a tease and tell people to listen on Spotify, I will disappear now. Oh, the podcast this week we got some fun things that we talked about. Mainly, what what happened? What happened? What happened? La- it was that 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 oh it was super choppy. Oh, oh it was. It okay. didn't sound choppy. Well, this is this is this is part of it now. So <laughs> on the podcast this week, we talked about these kids that Biggie is making a foundation for so he can get them braces. <laughs> keep it all. Just keep this. Show them this. This is what oh, we're doing. Keep it all. Keep it all. John, keep it. John, keep it. That's the podcast. Is that the I mean, thing? that's essentially what we did. That's it. It's a- yeah, it's a lot of fun. John, can we do something with that? It's, it's, uh... No, we can't do anything with that. What <laughs> <laughs> you mean? <laughs> uh, these are so. These are really weird to me. I don't know. Why these can't can we not just leave this and then right, right when he cusses, it goes out? I kind of like that, <laughs> Welber. <laughs> Welber, how do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) I just love that he hates it so much. I know it's so bad. It's just nothing. It does the opposite. Like anyone who had any kind of intrigue, like, oh, let me check this podcast out. And they listen to it. It's going to be, ah, nah, I don't. That sounds like a shit. That sounds like a waste of my time. <laughs> What's next? What yeah, else is up? It is the exact opposite of what it's intended to. It's like, oh, the New Day podcast. Let me click on the little teaser. Ooh. Oh, uh, no. Nah, I don't think so. Instead of a teaser, it's a dissuader. Yeah. What else we got? You seen the Magic Johnson? Uh, what he talks about, like not going back to the Lakers. He, this is some. I forgot it, but it's something like ah, I don't think I'm gonna be there. <laughs> that's, that's, the same, that's the same energy I had. Like, this is this is the pot. Huh? This is and this is your this trailer. Is this is your little. This is your teaser. This is what you chose about this podcast. This is this is you. Wait, this isn't live either. You had time to redo this. This is this is you putting your best foot forward. That's what you tell me right now. As a consumer, <laughs> this is what you decided to lead with. <laughs> Damn. Really? Okay, y'all in the entertainment right. business, too. All right, right, right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Y'all entertainers, too? <laughs> this is your podcast? <laughs> this is what you went with. It's right here. <laughs> ah, I think I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we have to. We have that, to just bro. piece that together. I'm, I'm yes. hearing from Welber. Oh. He just says that yeah. could work. Let's just, you know Please. what? Yes. He's got yeah. the footage. Let's see what happens. Yes. <laughs> 
You have to put that part we did and us, us trying to say that it's okay and then cutting immediately to E doing that. Honestly, that's more intriguing than anything else we could do. Oh my God. Honestly. Let's roll with that. That's good. No safety. Oh no safety net. Let's do it. I am crying.